0: Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Once more, again, here we are one more time for the once more time Straight to DVD pod. We're here. Co-host Raf, you're here too. Hello, Raf. How you doing?
1: What's up, dog? How you been?
0: I'm good, dude. It's good to have you. It's good to see you again. It's good to hear hear you again. Uh, we're, we're, We're joined by... Frequent flyer, frequent guest, Sean Welsh, the Irish oh, yeah. Brown. He's here for one night only.
2: Dude, I'm, I'm starting to build up some, some frequent flyer miles here. I get some rewards points. What <laughs> can I true, get? Do I get dude. merch? Do I get dude, a swag?
0: Two more episodes, and you can be in another episode for free. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I had
2: to pay to be on the, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: the right. three, more, three more episodes, and we might give you an equity stake. Yeah.
2: Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, you
0: you've been yeah, you've been uh, cashing in your your to dvd punch card for all these episodes. <laughs> Is
2: it number of hours or is it number of sessions?
0: Oh, it's session, baby. <laughs> it's session. It's session. Yeah. You
2: think I'm getting paid hourly? Really? you
0: no, You think you we'll get your you
1: who's leading lead right now in, in uh, appearances? Oh, guess star. It banana?
0: It's probably the banana.
1: It might be banana.
0: I think it's the banana. I think
1: just coming for him. <laughs> Dude,
0: look
2: he, out. He boy. <laughs> <me. laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're... That's a perfect transition. We're here to talk about today a uh, lovely uh, film. Uh, if you listen to our, our most recent uh, episode, you have an inkling about what we're going to discuss here today. Uh, we're discussing the new film by Dan Uh Dan Trackenberg. Uh, the, the, the famous director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, fantastic film, at least in my opinion, I loved it. Uh, his most recent work, Prey, has just hit the little screen. It's on Hulu in your living room. It is a, I guess you could say it's kind of, it's kind of hard to classify what it is. It's, it is a franchise film, uh, but it's sort of like a, a soft, a soft sequel prequel boot. No. Sure. Great. I
2: buy it. I think that's a good way <laughs> of looking at it. To be frank, it is. It's,
0: it's it is. It's it's a. I mean, it is a. Pre, it is technically a prequel in the Predator franchise.
2: That is true. I hadn't really thought of it that okay. way. That is like that's a major prequel. It's like way, way, way back there.
0: It's a what? Yeah. a, a Two hundred and seventy-year prequel.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like three hundred years in the past. No. Well. Paint a little bit about the uh, the setting and what we got going on here.
0: Paint it, baby. Welsh, tell us. Give us the setting.
2: Sure. So, it's America, the Great Plains, three hundred years ago. I believe they specify it's the Northern Great Plains, with a tribe of Comanche Native Americans, and just going about their lives. Um, it's the seventeen early seventeen hundreds, and we're presented with a world where these people's lives are interrupted by a very, you know, super, not supernatural, but science, science fiction event of, you know, a predator coming down to Earth to engage with them. And uh, so it is literally a 300-year prequel to, you know, our previous adventures with uh, the predators and all the, the fun stuff that they do.
0: Very well said. Very concise and 100% uh, accurate. It's scientifically just, accurate. <laughs> scientifically accurate. This happened. You can ask any any uh, surviving Comanche. Will tell you that uh, their great 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 grandfather or whatever uh, fought the for <laughs> the, the predator when the the, the French invaded. Spoilers, it's a twist in the movie. We'll get there. Um, uh, yes, it is a it is a film based on the simple idea: What if we did a movie about the ever popular Predator from the Predator <laughs> franchise? Um, but it was three hundred years ago. And the Native Americans had to deal with him. <laughs> so it's pretty much, uh, you know, historically accurate considering what they had to deal with. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the movie. Um, right, dude? The commentary. Unbelievable. Yeah. Dripping, with um, Dripping with it. Dripping with commentary. Not subtle in the slightest. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's a simple idea. But uh, the commitment with which... and Maybe I'm a, I'm a Dan Trackenberg uh, stan... Uh, I might be, because I really do. I love, 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 love 10 Cloverfield Lane. For the most part. Um, I think it is a very, I've used the word concise now twice, within 60 seconds, but it's a very concise little tight uh, film in that takes place in one, one location with very few characters and for the most part uh, this movie strikes a similar vein uh, in that Sort of idea and execution. You know, obviously, you have, you know, you have the great Plains, uh, but you have a very small cast of characters. Uh, you have the opposition. You have the the, the big pretty boy, and uh, and and then boom! You put the two you put the two together, and it's just like we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, so that's 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 the movie, um, and it released on Hulu this past week, and people love it. People love it. It's gotten fantastic reviews across the board for the most part. Rotten Tomatoes, uh, on Letterboxd, on Twitter, on Reddit. Everybody seems to really like it. Um, So we're going to talk about it right now. We all saw the movie, I hope. Uh, (laughs) So uh, would anybody like to dive in? Would anybody like to start with their initial impressions of Prey by Dan Trackerberg?
2: First off, I'd say actually I didn't realize that it, uh, the director was the same person who did Ten Cloverfield Lane. I had no idea going into it. Um, I wasn't familiar with you know any any of the folks on the creative team, and I also love Ten Cloverfield Lane, and that's actually really interesting because I mean, wow, what talk about two very different settings and you know things that are going on, but at the same time, it's like I think he tells very intimate stories well. I mean, like you said, with a small cast of characters going through something that feels pretty real in like kind of small geographic area. And even this film, you know, while taking place in like big open spaces is kind of like a very tight, intimate story of, of one person, the young, Comanche uh, woman fighting against the predator. And it's kind of like her, you know, journey through it. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, talk about, um, some, some depth to your body of work there. That's pretty wild.
0: Absolutely. Raf.
1: What's up, dude? Should I talk <laughs> about the movie now? I've been um, I've been sitting here listening to you guys speak, um, and all I can really think about is I've been trying to find a way to work in my Arnold Schwarzenegger from the original Predator impression. Um, so that will be coming at some point. I will I will find a, a point in time for that. Um, but no, dude, I I totally agree with you guys. I think it's I think it's cool that this movie is. Is really um, sort of like narrowly focused. I think a lot of um, movies that we see are really focused on like it's the end of the world, and mm. it's a lot cooler when the stakes are just, um, you know, young woman coming of age stories. She wants to prove herself um, as a certain type of person within her her family, her culture, her society, um, and in order to do that, she has to take on this incredible foe. From out of space, who literally murders and murks everything in its path, um, and also uh, French people who do sort of the same thing. Um, and not like, like you said, like the the social commentary. Um, it's not subtle, but it's also it's not bashing you over the head the entire time, which is really nice. That it can be there. It can be an obvious, um, you know, point or idea that. Uh, that Trattenberg really wants to explore, but he doesn't overdo it to the point where you're kind of rolling your eyes like, okay, dude, like we get it we get what you're, what you're talking about. Like a lot of the movie is really just focused on setting up cool action sequences between, um, the predator and, uh, what's, what's the character's name? Is it Naru? No, um, yeah. Between, between her and the predator, or between like her and her brother and her brother's friends and the predator or between the predator, just like working a bunch of French people. Like it seems like the movie for all of its like social commentary and, and thematical layers to it. It is really focused on just like being a cool action movie, which is also a, a really exciting thing. And it's not like, you know, we're getting that every week when we should be, um, <laughs> So, I mean, I think <laughs> to get ahead of myself, like I dug this movie. Um, I think it's a great example of what can be done when a person with an idea is allowed to go out and sort of execute um, and just do their thing. Uh, it's a shame that this movie wasn't released in theaters because this would have been really fun to go see with a group of people who are like, you know, ooing and aahing at, at some of the kills and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like you, you don't you miss that at home. Um, mm-hmm. So I wonder if I would have like loved this movie if I had seen it in theaters, or if, if maybe my thoughts on it would have would have been about the same.
0: I, well said, both of you. Um, I I'm teetering. I've been teetering back and forth since I watched it because so it's a very it's a very tight ninety minute film, which is great. It's always welcome. It's always nice when a movie doesn't overstay its welcome, of course, but also when it's in that time constraint and it does what it's trying to do. Um, so, you know, I watched it and, you know, initially you're watching it and the first like 30, 45 minutes are, are pretty slow. Uh, and, norm- and you know, typically that's fine uh, if you're building towards something. But I, I, I was worried. Uh, early on because I was like, Oh, he's, are we taking our time here? Because they don't really know what to do with it. And it's going to be a one trick pony kind of thing. And I'm, I'm glad that I was proven wrong. At least I feel that my initial, uh, feelings toward it were proven wrong because it, it really, you know, normally when we say movie, we're like, Oh, first, second, third act, it felt like this movie was like a two act, a two act thing. Um, the second Naru sees the predator and starts learning about it. It's like the second act begins and it's just like non, not nonstop. Um, So once that happened, I was just like totally invested and totally engaged and just like, okay, well like what, what are, what are we going to do with this now? Um, And I think the movie really excels as I, I don't know how, how much you two gentlemen are, fans of of the franchise and i think you know we were talking about this a little bit in our in our movie chat uh prior to recording i feel like this movie really does reward people who love the franchise um and wants to give them the things they know about it but in a different way uh which is tricky because when you think about the predator franchise there's not really very many movies that people can say, oh, this was the great Predator movie. You know, people think of Predator, they're like, oh, the the original Schwarzenegger film. Um, you know, nobody's really in the streets standing up for Alien versus Predator or <laughs> or whatever. What or, pre- or, or Predator I... <laughs> Okay so forgive me. You're what <laughs> you're the one person on, on this on, on this the streets the of earth. Brooklyn, New York fighting for, for for Alien versus well, Predator. It's interesting um, that
2: you Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah.
0: Oh, well I was I was going to say one thing. The the and and then I'll open it up. The 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 reason the reason I think and normally this would be a negative thing for me because it, what I'm about to say it's it's it purely exists as a result of what's come before it, but so much of I feel what's engaging about this movie as someone I'm I'm not going to call myself a fan of the Predator franchise, but I'm certainly intimately acquainted with the mythos. I enjoyed it so much because of the creativity, not just with the, uh, the time period that Trottenberg decided to place it in, but with how he adjusted the character of the predator and his equipment to meet that. Um, and the creativity that then surrounded that you can literally see on screen. And this is always a 50, 50 thing. If you can like see the choices happening, But I thought it was just very exciting to be like, oh, you see his laser pointer on them now. It's like, here comes the plasma beam, and it's just three fucking metal rods. It's like, oh, that's cool. I wasn't expecting that. Or like, now he has a shield. Oh, that's cool. Wasn't expecting that. Or now his fucking like healing gel still exists, but it doesn't really work that well. Or his camouflage doesn't really work that well. These are all very simple ideas, but when you think about them in the context of the time period and the story they're trying to tell, it's those very simple adjustments that make what you're watching exciting. It might be a surface level thing, but I think in the context of this it really works. Floor's open. Go ahead.
2: It's actually it's very interesting that you made that pitch about like, you know, how it feels from the perspective of someone who's like super intimate with the franchise because for me, uh, I was going to say that I actually know borderline zero about it. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen maybe one or two of the Predator films in the past. I think when I was much younger. So like, I know the character, you know, like I know like kind of what the vibe is, but I went into this basically as if it was kind of like just a uh, uh, to me, shit was kind of like an entry into it to be like, okay, how does this feel? And does it make me want to kind of like dig into it a bit more? And, I liked it, but I don't know. I didn't really love it. Um, it a lot of things I thought were really cool. Um, like I love the setting. I think that's amazing. I love seeing films with native and indigenous casts. I think that's incredible for so many reasons. And those things I enjoyed, but it was like from the perspective of being like you know like a predator film, like a kind of a monster movie, like a science fiction monster movie. I was kind of <laughs> confused because <laughs> I was like you know, without having, like, a a number on it or more of, like, a clarification of, like, where it falls into the mythos, I was kind of like, okay, like, I'm not really sure why he's here or, like, what his – he gets dropped out of a spaceship. So, like, there was – it's interesting, so interesting to me that you say, like, oh, it was sick to see these, like, adjustments and how they changed the character. I was just like – that all went totally over my
0: head. I'm thrilled that we have that perspective, Welsh, because I think – Listening to you say that and then thinking about why I liked it, I, I think an enj- the enjoyment a- – or, or, or I, I shouldn't say universally the enjoyment aspect, but a large part of the potential enjoyment of this movie is if you are familiar. You, you're you rewarded for being a fan in a way that's not service y So mm. – as someone who's not familiar with it, you know, I feel like any movie should be approached like that. You know, you shouldn't have to have seen something else unless it's like, you know, Oh, a direct sequel, like, Oh, predator two or whatever, but it's not, it's prey. Um, so to hear you say that is, is very, uh, interesting and justified. Raph.
1: I, I also feel like I'm not a huge predator fan. Um, I will say though, um, My first introduction to predator wasn't the original predator movie. Um, I had this like weird stack of random comics when I was maybe in elementary middle school and one of them was a predator comic. And I always thought that it was just a comic book version of the movie predator. Um, but it's not. And I remember reading like, it must've been elementary school. I remember being like 10 reading it. And one of the characters before he like lights up a bunch of predators with his machine gun yells, they must be sons of bitches which I thought was, like, the funniest thing in the world. (laughs) Uh Uh, And then I remember, like, watching the Predator movie with my my dad, and I was like, why is this not anything like the comic book that I read over and over again the summer of of my 10th year on this earth? Um, But all that's to say, I also don't feel, like I would never consider myself a fan of the Predator franchise. Like, you're familiar with it, like, you know, like, He's the big spooky guy with dreadlocks who comes from space and and, and kills everyone. Um, and I, I don't know. I kind of I felt like it was. I felt like the movie was made in a way where yes, you could be rewarded if you are a Predator fan, but there's also no need to have like any sort of understanding of the franchise and how the like Predator sort of mythos like works and exists and and what's what. Um, like there are parts where I was like, this doesn't totally feel like the same Predator that I've seen. In Predator Two with Danny Glover, but I also don't fully remember, so I don't know if there are significant changes or if I'm just misremembering that Danny Glover movie. Um,
0: it's funny so because I, the, I mean, the, the last me, like, time the last time I talked about that one, I said Donald Glover. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know if Donald Glover was <laughs> in a Predator. Movie. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I mean, I
1: no, no I, would, I would love to see Donald Glover. in <laughs> Predators. What if there was like, like a, a YouTube account that just made that just took movies with Danny Glover and and edited in <laughs>
0: Donald Glover CGI'd Donald Glover. <laughs> that would be amazing. you just yeah. you just started someone's um, career?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're welcome, future yeah. YouTube star.
2: We have the technology. Um,
1: details, yeah, but but all, all that's to say that I, I don't think that. Um, I think it was really easy to go into this movie without any previous knowledge and, and still enjoy it, which is like a cool way to make a franchise movie where you don't have to, I didn't have to do the homework of watching eight, eight million predator movies. But if you do love all the predator stuff, like you can walk away with it with a different sort of understanding of, of what's being done, but it's, it's not totally necessary. It's not like a Marvel, like Dr. Strange two, where you have to like, you literally have to like watch, like, eight TV shows and have detailed (laughs) notes on who different characters are and what happened when so that you can follow along like this. You can be dropped into this movie, just watch it and walk away and think that was rad.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some, I'll, I'll throw out some tidbits then. So I don't know how recently you guys saw the original Schwarzenegger one, if you even had, how long ago that may have been. Uh, this movie, there's one particular thing that the movie does that I think was actually really nice. And it happens early on. It's when Naru, our, our hero, our heroine rather falls into the mud pit and she has to get herself out with the ax. She's covered in mud. And that's a very, it's, I'm not going to say subtle because it's not subtle. It's an homage to the original where Schwarzenegger covers himself in mud to mask his body heat from the predator. And so that happens early on and fans of the franchise are just like, Oh, she's going to use that. She's going to learn about the heat and then cover herself in mud again. And they didn't do that. They Mm. twisted it a little bit, which was nice, which I liked. It was just, it was like a wink kind of thing. It was like, we know you're paying attention, but we're going to use this in a different way. He gets stuck in the mud rather than her using the mud she actually cloaks her body temperature in a different way which is also kind of unsubtly hinted at earlier on but that's that's besides the point um another another one is um her brother uh she says i don't know if we can kill this thing when they're both strapped to the tree and he says if it bleeds we can kill it uh and that's the badass line of the franchise schwarzenegger literally says that line In the original in the original film, uh, when I uh, Jesse Ventura or whoever the fuck that asshole was, uh, is just like, I I don't know if we're going to be able to kill this thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he looks directly into the camera and says, I don't know if we're going to be able to kill this thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uh, Schwarzenegger then looks directly in the camera and says, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, And the theater stands up and applauds. Uh,
2: it, it's funny. I didn't know I didn't know that. I haven't seen the original yeah. movie, but when he said that line, I was like, that's the catchphrase for sure. Yeah. I was like, that has yeah. to be the catchphrase.
1: Yeah.
0: It's literally it's <laughs> lit first
1: it's, time someone said that. Yeah. But yeah. I, mean, I was like, that's
0: it's, definitely it's a, it's a copy comment. paste of Schwarzenegger's line from the original If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> and then Tob says, If it bleeds, we can kill it. And it's like, Yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> um but, you know, it, I, I think what um, the way they use those things were very, very wink, wink and cheeky, right? Um, because one of two things are going to happen. Either you're going to fall into the realm where you're not that familiar with the franchise and you and you haven't seen the original movies or you've only seen them sporadically or once or twice when you were younger and these things happen and you can just appreciate the things happening. Or you are familiar and you're like, ah, yes, but you're not really beaten over the head with it to a degree that it detracts from the overall experience. So I think it was smart the way he chose uh, to meld those properties of the mythos and the, you know, the, the, the history of the franchise in a way that's not um, disrespectful is the wrong word. Uh, you know, he's not like spitting on you and telling you to, to thank him for it. You know?
1: There's, there, there are times where you watch it, where you watch a movie. And if you're not familiar with the franchise, you, you kind of look around and you're like, these are references that I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I'm yeah, to be yeah, getting. yeah. Watch the new Jurassic park movie. And if you haven't seen any of the other Jurassic parks, you can, you can feel that the movie is, is asking you to understand a reference, which is, you know, no one wants to to watch a movie having to do loads of homework before like yeah i that's part of why i was excited to to watch this prey movie is because i from from what i had you know read a little bit on the on the internet and such about it was that i could go into this you know uh fairly blind and i didn't need to rewatch the original predator before you know going and watching this one i i could just i could just jump in if you want to watch the original predator like Go for it. Do it. Do it now. Kill me. Right. Yeah.
0: It's, was... it's it's very easy to imagine a really shitty version where she's like, "If only one day we had a a Brolic Austrian ancestor who was a bodybuilder yeah. who could one day become a commando and fight this thing." And then governor of California. Yeah, and then become governor of California. After. Yeah. Right. It's not she like and her brother's like. What the hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, at least she didn't, like, come across Arnold Schwarzenegger's great-great-grandfather. Grandfather. Grandfather. (laughs) Right? (laughs) You are one ugly motherfucker.
2: I was hoping someone – I know that line. I was hoping someone was going to say something like that, but we never got it. That I was sad about.
0: Oh yeah. We well, did she get
2: comment on the, the Predator's face. We didn't really get to see actually too much of its face, which I thought was interesting.
0: Different. Well, that's what that's yeah. what what was interesting because this is what I kind of like too. It's like he didn't shy away from showing us him. And by him I mean the the, the Predator early on. It's like sure he's cloaked a lot, but like the original film is like you don't really see him uncloaked or even his face obviously until like the last 15 minutes or whatever and that's fine. Um but in this, it's like you know most soft reboots. Let, let's just call it. Let's just call it a soft reboot for you know whatever purposes. Um, excuse me. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't treat it um, as if like, oh, I bet you want to know what this thing looks like. It's like no, you fucking go- You you're not watching Prey. You're, like if you Google Prey, you're just like, oh, what's this Prey movie about? You're going to get a fucking picture of the Predator's fucking ass mouth or whatever. Like, you're going to see the mandibles and, like, it is what it is. Uh, so I, I like – It was more of a bad it, Yes. It was more – yeah, more of a big, a big vaggie mouth. And that's fine. Um, but it's like early on, he you know, you didn't – he didn't detract from, like, hiding the character, which I thought was nice. It's just like, yeah, he's just fucking – he's the thing in the movie and you're going to see him do his thing. He's cloaked a lot, whatever. Um, And then the mask comes off when, you know, they're fighting and she hits him over the head or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you see the face and it's, like, a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that's not the traditional Predator design. Oh, yeah, of course, because this fucking Predator is 300 years older or whatever. It's like, of course he looks a little bit different. Um, And this is unrelated, but, you know, I was thinking about him being beaten over the head a little bit. And, like, the Predator actually is not an unstoppable badass in this. It's like, I like that. I like when... When movies have that Jason Voorhees type character, but they're not like they have uh, vulnerabilities, right? It's like he's not surely in the context of a group of Comanche fighting against him. Obviously, he has the upper hand, but he's not unstoppable. He can be wounded, his body armor is not impenetrable, his advanced weaponry. Uh, sometimes malfunctions doesn't always hit its target His, you know, it's, it's shit like that that I think makes it really engaging and when that's shown to us in a way a storytelling way where it's like oh look he's doing this thing to combat our main characters and it doesn't always work for him and that's what makes it exciting it's like oh that's great I wish more for lack of a better word monster movies did that sort of thing you know
2: Mm,
1: is this a monster movie? That's the yeah, million
0: dollar hundred percent,
2: hundred percent. Okay, I think so. I think yeah. so. I, that's how I felt there, watching there it. It's like it has kind of that, like, um, I mean, it's obviously in literally the names of both of them. But I was describing it to someone earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, it's it's like a you know predator versus prey story, which is literally like mm-hmm. the core of what it is, you know." And I think that that is kind of like a genre, a specific genre of like monster movie where you've got like the unstoppable force that's kind of trying to go after someone or someone. Yeah.
0: So so who's the prey? That's the other million. Well that question. I mean that's that's the beauty that's the beauty of the film. Um you know, it's very it's it's very conscious about showing like, oh, a rabbit and a snake, and then a wolf, and then a bear, and then the <laughs> Comanche, and then the French, and then the Predator. And it's just like, oh, all these levels of like, oh, one predator's prey is another praise predator and so on and so forth. And that's, that was sort of the, at the time brilliance of the Schwarzenegger film where it's like, Oh, the, the alien is the predator, but no Schwarzenegger's the predator. Um, and that's what, regardless of the quality of the, the Rodriguez predators film with Adrian Brody, it's called predators. That movie is all about taking the the elite killers of Earth and putting them together. They are the predators. The predator, as we know it, is the character, the the, the dreadlocked alien with mandibles. But what he's hunting are predators, um, and that's why I think it's great to feature um, a heroine, a badass female lead in this movie. Obviously, it works contextually in the story of the Comanche and what she's trying to achieve. But it's just like, Oh no, uh, a fucking, uh, a, a predator is, is in a lot of ways, something you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't expect, you wouldn't fear, you wouldn't worry about, you know, it's like, you're not worried about a snake, hi- a rabbit's not worried about a snake hiding in a bush. A fucking wolf is not worried about a bear pouncing on him. A fucking bear is not worried about an invisible alien sticking a sword through its heart, you know? Ted talk over. <laughs> 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 that's true. I'm not a snake. I, I, I don't. Um, that
2: that bear scene. Oh, sorry. I was going to break from the very nice, no, no, go for it, go for very constructive commentary. To say that bear scene was fucking sick. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I, was well, I was like, the second she saw that bear, I was like, damn, that's like, it made me think of the Revenant. That was my last experience. Yes, that was yes. my the bear cinema experience, and so you know that obviously was a very mm-hmm. unique kind of thing. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like when you see a big a lot bear,
1: of limited like, representation of bears.
2: I would um, agree. I mean, you've got Paddington. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on the opposite side of the spectrum. <laughs> this this movie's in the in, a,
0: in the PCU. Yeah, it's a prequel to Paddington as well. The Paddington's yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah, Paddington. Paddington's- he would have been able to beat the Predator. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, like, um, seeing that, that was, that was the thing that worked for me. Um, Like, the bear was just so so cool, and it's just such a representation of, like, what we as human beings, you know, like, in nature, consider to be kind of apex predators. It's like, it's really hard to kill a bear. It's really hard to kill a bear. I haven't done it, but from my understanding, that it is. And it's <laughs> like, seeing someone, you know, literally having to just run away, because it's like there's nothing she can do, and then suddenly it's just kind of like, after a relatively fair fight, the bear gets its ass whooped by the predator. And I was just like, oh, OK, that's like a very easy way to kind of set up like the power structure here. Um, so I thought that was just a cool that was a cool scene. I really enjoyed that.
0: I, I, oh, so I love that idea power structure. Right. Mm. And we see Naru running away for a lot of the movie but it's it, yeah. it's not her running away in fear it's her running away knowing that i need to learn about what i'm dealing with or learn or get running away to get the upper hand so i can deal with this thing yeah. she runs away from the bear initially before the predator even shows up she runs away and hides from the predator in an attempt to learn how to fight the thing so intellect you know and that's that's like the whole idea that's that's why i think it's so Obviously, it's not subtle, but that's why I think it was a nice idea to have the French show up. Um, is it's just and obviously it's just like oh we see the bear trap early on and then we see this the skinned wildebeest and the cigar it's just like oh there's gonna be a twist where it's not just the comanche it's just like yeah, yeah. oh of course they had to do this so there's a, a group of people the predator can slaughter and we could be like fuck yeah fuck those people predator because if he was just if he was just slaughtering the comanche we wouldn't be like fuck yeah predator. <laughs> fuck the fuck those people he certainly would not be applauding applauding that uh, but horrible French people who are taking advantage of the Comanches. Yeah, of course, predator fucking slice their legs off. That's awesome. Uh-
2: there was a lot of. I don't know if it stuck out to anyone else. There was a lot of limb removal in this.
0: Yes, film. there a was. Ton. So
2: much, I like kept track. It was like everybody lost an arm. Some people lost two arms. There was like multiple legs getting chopped off. I was like, this is really interesting. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but I was just like, why is everybody
1: just getting sliced apart here? Because it looks know. red on in a movie to have some. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it looks
1: <laughs> rad when, Like Instead of just killing someone with like a blow to the head, it looks dope when someone loses an arm and then a leg and then gets their head chopped off. Absolutely, That's dude. That's objectively more fun to watch in a movie. A
0: ton of maiming. My favorite kill of the movie is when uh, one of the asshole Comanche uh, fucking boy band members or whatever the fuck you want to call them, the the fucking... The, the, the asshole groupie naysayers who are just like, why don't you go home and fucking make some medicine, Naru? Because you're a woman. You know, it's just like, oh, these guys are going to get fucking killed, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the last one alive when they're like trying to take her back to camp and they ever tied up. The predator goes up to him. He's like, he has his back to the log. The predator goes up to him, slices his legs off. And while he's midair, missing legs, stabs him through the fucking log in midair. And I was like, that is the fucking raddest kill I have ever seen. It's like, he didn't even have to slice his legs off.
2: The legs, but yeah, we would be like, fine oh on there. God. God. I had that it's same like... thought. I was like, wow, that's, that's extra. I mean, it's 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 actually, there were nice moments of... I don't want to say humanizing, because like, it's an alien, but it's like, you know, personify, giving like personality and like a bit of depth to the predator. Because um, mm-hmm. you're, you're not hearing him say anything. He's just like clicking and groaning the whole movie. But like, there's like a moment where he there's like things like that where it's like oh there's like some personality to the kills which is actually really cool to see like there's,
1: there's a little pizzazz
2: yeah yeah there's a scene where he has like one of the french guys up against i can't remember exactly how he does it like uh, oh he's got him like choked against a uh, like a tree and the guy has like mm-hmm. a pulled out a knife and the predator like looks down at it looks back up at the guy Activates his shield arm, slices his head off, and the tree. And there's literally a moment where the predator looks at the tree and kind of goes like, "Hmm," and kind of just nods at it. Like he takes a moment to be like, "Wow, that he like he's saying like that was kind of sick." And then he yeah. goes off and like kills more people. <laughs> he did that. Yeah. That, like, well,
0: that's. I mean, that's, that's the thing overwork. is like if mm-hmm. you if you if you're familiar with the mythos, you're going into this knowing why the predator operates the way it does and if if i'm saying something you gentlemen already know stop me um the whole mythos is that these things these aliens they kill for honor they've shown up on our planet because they're looking for the most dangerous species on the planet to test themselves against that's why you always see it scanning weapons that's why you always... That's why Naru gets away a lot of the time is because she's never combating it firsthand. It takes no honor... It doesn't see her as a threat. Exactly. It takes no honor and it takes no um, active approach to fighting against something or killing something unless the thing firsthand meets it in some capacity. The snake hissing with its mouth open. The wolf bearing its fangs, the bear fucking mm-hmm. its ass or whatever. <laughs> the <laughs> fucking, uh, the, fr- the the French with their pistols and knives. Um, that, you know, that's that's w- what's a lot of the excitement at least for me, knowing the mythos is drawn from is that and, and, and that's the kind of double-edged sword about the movie, right? It's like, oh, well, you shouldn't need those things and it does fairly work not knowing those things, but if you know those things you you're watching those choices happening indirectly, and so you're just like, oh, of course he's not going to do this now because she's not a threat. Oh, of course he's scanning the knife and hasn't killed him until he's seen the knife, kind of thing. So it's like cutesy little things like that that are fun. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> but it also like if they would describe it. No, no one's ever described the Predator franchise as cutesy. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> you know, it, it,
1: it's cool because it serves a narrative purpose, but it also it also serves a deeper purpose of like what Trattenburg, or some of the things that Trattenburg is is kind of looking to get at, sort of thematically and with his social commentary in terms of like who is visible. Like it's literally all about her being a visible actor to the predator like the predator doesn't not just see her as a threat it literally like at times doesn't see her and the way that she's able to like gain an upper hand is by not being visible the way that native american folks are not visible in a lot of movies that we see and because of that we like i don't i don't know if i'm like taking too far of a stretch but we don't see them as as a threat but really we don't see them as like as real people we don't see them as fully realized individuals we don't see them for all the potential that they have just like the predator doesn't see her as having the potential to be the one who ends up killing her and, and taking her back to her village or taking his head back to her village and sorry if that was a spoiler but she kills the damn thing and she yeah. chops its head off and I love that she's covered in like his neon blood in this, you know, sort of like customary way that uh, like her brother who shows up with the, the mountain lion headless on his back. He's he, he does a, a, a face painting with the lion's blood and she does it with the, with the predator's blood. And it's like this sick neon green and she shows up and everyone's just like, Oh, you did that. That's, that's sick. sick. No one even questions it. They're just like, good for you. That's awesome.
0: The predator doesn't see her as a threat. The animal she hunts doesn't see her as a threat. The French don't see her as a threat. Her own tribe doesn't see her as a threat. And that's why the character works, because it's not it's not just simply like, oh, my people don't respect me because I'm a woman. Fucking nature doesn't respect me, you know? But who gives a fuck about respect? The only thing that the the you know the law of things cares about is whether you're able to do or not do. And Mm -hmm. she's able to do it and she knows she can, whether people believe she can or not, or whether what she's combating, believes she can or not. And that's why she's a threat because she's underestimated, you know, it's very simple, but I think it works in the context of what we're watching. You can't
2: like,
1: uh, you can't see, you can see a bear. You can see that a bear is big, and strong you can see the muscles on the predator when it's not in the invisible cloak you can't we can't see his smarts you can't see that she's a smart tough little cookie who is is you know in, in the end she's, she's gonna figure out a way to to get it done it, it's not always going to be through you know having the biggest muscles or the best for the best weapons um you know i I, I didn't think that it was a thing, and I, I sent it in our in our group thread of uh, a meme of like a dude who's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, he uh, he's able to kill the the predator because he's a big man and he's a, a world class assassin or mercenary or whatever the hell, and he has a big fat machine gun. Um, if he if it takes him so much time to kill the predator, how come this little girl is able to do it and she doesn't have any of the machine guns or the world class training that he has? It's like one you totally miss the point of, of the first predator movie because Arnold Schwarzenegger literally only wins because he's able to outsmart the thing not because of his big massive guns. And two, just because you know just, just because of of where someone is from or what their their gender might be doesn't exclude them from being able to defeat the predator. Like it's it's kind of a, a beautiful way of connecting all of us like Arnold Schwarzenegger and this young woman are two in the same they're one in the same like they're two peas in a pot um, she just doesn't have a funny accent like him <laughs>
0: yeah. it's true the, the whole film the whole predator franchise is is a very simple point that it's trying to make in every film it's just like mm, knowledge is power
2: <laughs> every person for themselves you know it's all yeah. about just
0: if you think no. not it, if it bleeds we can kill it nah if you think. You can kill it.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, dude, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, you,
1: you know, fucking. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, why am I blinking? Apollo Creed. He yeah. had the biggest guns in the world. Yeah, didn't do shit for him. He loses, of, he loses one of. He loses
0: one of the guns in the first one. His arm gets sliced off. That's what I think. All the all the the limb chopping off was an homage to. It's just like <laughs> making. It's just like oh, oh yeah, goodness. he loses an it's arm. endemic part of the franchise. Yeah. I mean, Fucking
1: he
2: does have uh, a dude, on his hand, so...
1: This movie was missing an iconic handshake. Yeah. Mm, that's like, a good uh, I, thought, I
0: thought she she and her her uh, her doggo were going to do a, a pound at the end of it. Also, by the way, the film earns points with me. The dog lived. The dog, the dog lived. lived, man. The
2: dog was a great character. The dog... Great. The dog did what it needed to do. The dog was not, like, the hero, which is kind of a trope that can be, like, annoying when it's like, oh, like, of course, like, the animal friend saves the day. Like, that dog just did work, you know, like, the way a dog would do. Like, there was a well-trained dog. And, like, it came in. It kind of, like, helped out. It did its thing. And then, perfect. That was like passing your, from That it. dog done good dog stuff.
0: Yeah. He didn't, like. yeah, he didn't, like, the dog, yeah, there was never a, oh, the, I, literally, I, I, I said, I was like, if this dog fucking dies, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And the dog lived! I was like, thank you, Dan Trachtenberg. Appreciate that.
2: He'll kill all the people, but yeah. <laughs> the dog?
0: Fucking, the dog mer- everyone, ev- everyone except our heroine can die horribly, limbless. <laughs> but as long as that dog lives, you're getting an STD yeah. endorsement, baby.
2: <laughs> all those other animals got yeah, they were nope. taken down but this, this dog, cute
0: doggo that has a name and carries her little throwing axe it's like hell nah
2: I saw um yeah, dude, that dog was... <laughs>
0: what about the dog, <laughs> Sorry, dude, that yeah. dog I, was, was, I was kind of thinking ow that. Doggo. Oh, dog. ow, ow. No, that dog. I, I
2: saw a um Someone referencing a video. I'm not going to say who it was by, but there was some some YouTube commentator who was critiquing the movie for various reasons about like uh, you know th- things that I don't think have too much basis in reality. And one of the things apparently he was mad about was that like he was like, oh, the dog was too like modernized. Like Native Americans didn't have like you know dogs that were that smart and stuff. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you
0: know, yeah, he, he, he definitely was there and knows. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like I thought that was a great representation of like. You know, talking of predator prey, like the hierarchy of sort of like food chain stuff. It's like you know the human relationship between dogs. I think that's that's cool. It actually, makes a lot of sense to have a a dog be part of the story in that way. I thought that was well done. And the dog that looked was, like a dog. Yeah, it
0: looked
2: yeah. like a three hundred year old dog. I don't know. I thought it made it's sense. It's a dog. It's a dog.
0: The dog wasn't fucking taking cash out of an ATM. Like, what the fuck are you fucking?
2: <laughs> it wasn't a wait, German Shepherd. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, a
0: just a fucking dog. dog. Yeah, had sure gotten
1: so much smarter and. Three hundred years.
0: Yeah, like what?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. They're um, gonna fucking fetch your so stick. Like, like what the fuck?
1: <laughs> dogs have been doing the same dog shit yeah. for,
0: for as long as they've been dogs.
2: Like, yeah, I think we, I think human beings domesticated dogs like oh my god, probably like ten thousand years ago or something. At this point, yeah. who's counting? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, of course. The dogs aren't.
2: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Actually, let me see. Hold on, I'm gonna Google that. Yeah. Uh, pull yeah, this up for, uh, for a fact check.
0: Yeah, please
1: do. I, I had another yeah. another question for you yeah. guys in the uh I like to get political on this. Oh, um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it also it also could be um just a question of like how how the movie worked on a sort of um movie basis. But did did you guys watch in English or the Comanche dub? Um I so, I watched
0: you... Sorry, I am not mean to cut off the, the edge the edge, the end of your question.
2: I did not yeah, realize... That no, saying- was, oh, sorry. I didn't realize it was up, actually. I thought it was coming later. So I just... I watched it in English.
0: Uh, that's exactly what I was about to say. I didn't know that it was uh, available, because he did... Trottenberg... Did, didn't did he say publicly? He's like, I wish I had shot this in Com- Comanche. Um, and so I assume based off that tweet, or whatever the, the, the fuck it was... Uh, that's
2: what we get for basing our opinions and thoughts off of tweets.
0: Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's just in English, whatever. Um, yeah. I... I said this to both you gentlemen prior uh, to us recording this, was that they, they do a similar thing that Tom, uh, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise doesn't do it, that Valkyrie does with Tom Cruise, where it starts off with him speaking German, and then it transitions to him speaking English, and it's a suspension of disbelief. It's like, oh, now that every, every time you hear them speaking in English, you're assuming they're speaking German. Mm-hmm. And this movie does the same thing uh, with Comanche. I think it's muddied a little bit because there are scenes where it's very committed to being about the Comanche dialect and language. Um, But then they're just speaking English. And I found that that was particularly confusing when she's dealing with the nice French man who's like, I speak a lot of languages. Do you understand me? And then she's talking to him and it's just like, they're just both speaking English.
2: I, I understand what, you know, why they did it that way. Like the linguistic trick, but it is interesting because like the movie does kind of dance with language. I think it's interesting. Like you've got the predator that obviously can't speak English, Comanche, French, none of that. It's just croaking and squeaking. And it's like, you have the French speaking French, the Comanche people speaking Comanche. And it's like, it's interesting. Like language is a part of it. It's kind of like all about and you know, the animals can't communicate either. So it's sort of like miscommunications and that sort of thing. Um, I personally, for my sensibility, like I enjoy watching things in foreign languages. I find it far more immersive. Like I, I don't mind a subtitle, you know, like I'm willing to deal with that. Many people don't, that's fine. Um, I think it would have actually benefited my viewing experience The dub, but I think like if they had just done it in Comanche in the first place, like I think that for me personally, it would have been far more like immersive and interesting because I, I really loved the setting and like, I understand that like, you know, the story is not necessarily about the setting. It's more about the, you know, the hunt and what's going on there. But like, I wanted to see more, kind of more of the culture and like more of the language and stuff like that, because like, we see that so rarely, uh, Raph, like you were saying about visibility and I kind of just wanted more of that. Um, so, like, to me, hearing them speak in the language would have been really, really cool. Uh, English is fine. I get why they did that. It's more approachable for more people. They obviously want to get more people tuning in, but I think it would have been cooler to to have it in the original language.
1: Agree completely, hundred percent. I totally dis- disagree.
2: Uh, oh, yes. oh <laughs> shit!
1: I, I, totally, I totally understand. I totally understand why you guys think that. Well, I won't say I totally disagree. Um, I think it would have made a lot of sense to do it in Comanche for all the reasons that you guys said, but I do also think that it was really cool that um, that so much of it was in English, especially because it is a movie for American audiences. And in order to like not alienate us from the main characters to have them also speaking English allows us uh, an entryway into like identifying with them. And if they were speaking, a different language, like while that would have been more, uh, like, like you said, like more immersive and stuff, um, it also would have, it would have created that barrier, it would have alienated them a little bit. And we wouldn't feel the same kind of connection that we ultimately ended up feeling for Naru and for her brother, and for other folks. And then on the flip side of that, you get the white French characters who are speaking French, and there's no English subtitles. So unless you speak French you really don't know what they're saying and that like then alienates an American audience from those characters and we're so used to watching movies where white folks are the ones who we identify with because they're speaking English like us and then you know native native uh, people indigenous people they would be speaking another language or like uh, Hispanic people would be speaking Spanish or whatever it is so then we're not able to identify with them as like fully realized characters so i thought that was kind of like i don't know if it was intentional because it sounds like he dan thought that he i call him dan because we're on a freaking basis now <laughs> uh, he thought that it would have been, been cool to do the whole thing in comanche um but i think it's cool that he like didn't end up going with that because it i don't know for, for me i thought it like kind of enriched the the viewing experience and i don't know if it i think it might like Subconsciously, have done that for other viewers as well. Like people who would otherwise be hesitant or reluctant to check out a movie that has a Native American lead and like, a, like for the most part, Native American cast, with the exception of some French people and an alien. Um, like people and the, who do- and the watch dog it. The, the, and the dog and and the dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you Can't forget the dog and the bear.
0: A bear. Yeah. The, the bear doesn't command Comanche either. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, it's an no, word.
0: that's an English speaker. No, that's that's that. No, that's that's a really
2: good point. Yeah, it's a really valid point. No, no, I mean, it's people. interesting that you know you can have very different just reactions and approaches to. It. I think that's the sign of an interesting thing. I don't know. That's I mean, make, language, make, language, mean? language, language is. Interesting. But I think
0: I think making the choice to do that, like you're saying, it's it's a choice for a reason, and so when you see the choice executed, it works for those reasons, and. For other reasons, it would have worked in Comanche, but not for the same ones you're you're picking up on. So I think, yeah. you know, it's it's you know, yeah, it's, it's a pros work. and cons, right? Yeah, like, would have yeah. Been, yeah.
2: I guess that's the thing too. Is it's like it goes back to the the whole concept of you know again visibility of Native American stories is like I think I went into this again like not really knowing too much about the franchise. Uh, honestly, the main reason I wanted to see it was because it has a mostly Native cast. Like I thought that was so cool, and I was like you know, I went into it kind of being like, I want to see more of that with, you know, some predator stuff going on. Whereas of course it's like, you know, that's the backdrop, their characters living their lives in the world that they're in. So like, I guess that was interesting. That was kind of like my big drive was like, Ooh, I want to see more of that. But then like, we didn't really get too much of the actual kind of day-to-day life or culture. But again, that's not what the story is about. So it's, it's just interesting seeing like people and like a world in an environment and a culture that's so rarely represented kind of like everybody going into it with, I think different reasons, just being like thirsty to kind of see something like this and then like different reactions to that. That's kind of how I approached it at least.
0: Nice. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, yeah. Bottom line is I think, I think it's, um, I think it's a unique film, which is a rare thing to say for something that's a part of a franchise that started, fuck 50 years ago or whatever. Um, yeah. It's, Jesus Christ, 40 years ago, whatever. Um, whatever what's, at, at that point, what's 10 years? Uh, so that's, you know, that's cool. It's cool that there's a contemporary filmmaker who has a vision that wants to do specific things like this. And even though, though the movie, I think we can all agree, is far from perfect, it's cool that things like this are being made and just exist to begin with amongst the other overwhelming cascade of similarity where they were otherwise plagued with. So mm-hmm. I welcome this any day of the week, as opposed to, you know, the alternative. That's, that's my ultimate diagnosis with the movie. I think, I don't think it's amazing. I think it's really solid for some reasons. I think it's good. I think it's very watchable. I would definitely recommend it for a lot of reasons. Like I said, I don't think it's perfect. I think it's a solid watch. That's what I got.
1: What are you reading it?
0: Um I think I think a nice soft 3.5 out of 5. Nice. Is probably what I'd give it. I feel nice. I feel like it's I feel like a 4 out of 5 kind of Discredits a lot of the other four out of fives I've given. I also feel like if I gave it a three out of five, it's I, I feel like it's 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 a bit better it's and like it's a, a bit it's more. It's like
1: more than 7. a twenty point two five out of
0: ten. Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, like three point 2, 2, two five. Yeah, right, like three point two five out of five. Yeah, I, I, quarter, I, yeah. I, it just does enough to put it over the usual bullshit. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. It's like it's interesting to see something that you know we talk a lot about like franchises and universes and stuff. And it's like it isn't a technically it's in a franchise, you know, an existing thing. But you know, it's it's fresh. Um, like again, I went into it not knowing much at all about the franchise, but like it is presented in a way where it's still a cool story. It's still got some great action. It's cohesive. It's tight. Um, so yeah, it's within an existing franchise, but it is a very solid standalone story, which I think is is really neat. I think. There were parts of it that I really did like, but I think for me overall, it was just kind of a mostly competent action story. So I think I would probably give it a, a three out of five. Just say like, this is good. You know, watch it if you, if you want to see a sick action movie with some fucking limbs getting chopped off. <laughs> if that's what you're into. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I think I, I'd give it a three out of five.
0: Very nice. Raphael.
1: Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I totally agree with what both of you guys said. It's it's nice. It's tight. It's lean. It's got good action. It's got some ideas. It's yeah, got what a about vision. Yeah, what about the movie, dude. The, <laughs> Is that me talking about the Predator itself?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will
1: say. It's nice. This it's predator, tight. It's lean. <laughs> it did, it, this Predator was a little too lean for me. I, yeah. I feel like I like to picture my Predators a little bit bulkier. Sure, um, but but that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to I, I got to sneak in my my Schwarzenegger impression, so yeah. that was cool. Three and a half out of five.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Very Go watch nice. it.
1: Do
2: it. Come you on. Did it, you did it, Dan. You made a. You made it. A- she
0: obviously <laughs> Naru doesn't have an Austrian accent, but she does have a like. Do it. Do it. She has that scene where it's coming at her, and she's, you know, about to kill it with its own weaponry. And she's like, "Come on, do it! Come on, do it!" And what she's like, she... "In my head, I'm just like, I'm here." <laughs> Come on. What if the party impression <laughs> in that one line? If it was just flashes, it was quick cuts to the, the Schwarzenegger one. She's like, "Come on!" And then it cuts to Schwarzenegger. I'm here. And then it cuts back to her. Do it. <laughs> A melding, a melding of the century. <laughs>
2: Man, me. I mean, that's I mean, like, yeah. that's like the Fortnite tie-in, you know what I mean? Where it's like, that's the, you get the Predator pack and you get Naru and you get Arnold Schwarzenegger, like nice. two skins. And like, they have like emotes where they like say the same lines and shit they like that.
0: They both cover themselves in mud and they go, I'm here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm here and I'm here.
0: <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Nice. Dude. Solid.
2: Dude.
0: Pretty good, decent. Summer, movie tight. Check it out. Quick. If you have Hulu, watch it.
2: Yeah, Whatever. you might as well. Yeah. I think this would be fun in theaters. I'm actually sad that it wasn't as well. Yeah. I agree. I think that this is mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing that really is good in theaters. You just get some friends or go by yourself. Who cares? And just see some
0: yeah.
2: shit getting chopped up, some some boom yeah. booms. It's pretty cool. Hell
0: yeah, dude. <laughs> that's my tech- I life. went
2: to acting school. Yeah, really. <laughs> that's <my> Technical <laughs> opinion.
1: Like, a nice Saturday night viewing. It's, like, a pretty crowded theater. And, yeah, like, I would love to hear a, a crowd's reactions to some of those kills. I would, like, I would kill for the... oh, oh, What?
0: Great date movie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Totally. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, the kills were good. The kills were very good. I thought the effects were, were yeah. cool. Um, when,
0: when, when the Predator starts rolling... I did too, dude. <laughs> I was like hell, yeah. You know? Welsh plugs. Who, <laughs> Welsh, who the fuck are you, dude? Where can people find you?
2: Speaking of getting rolling, you can get yourself rolling right on over to Twitter and Instagram where you can Uh-oh. find me at Sean Welsh Brown. That's S E A N W E L S H Brown, like the color.
0: Very nice, pal. Very nice. I'm
2: an actor and a, a software engineer. I do a little bit of everything, and uh, yeah, I sometimes tweet about technology, sometimes about art. Check it out.
0: Good man, rat. Part-time Twitcher.
1: Is That's that true. is you that your resume as well? You can part-time be trying... Twitch
2: Twitch co-host.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think
2: we
0: can say that you're banana yeah. adjacent.
2: It's true. I am banana adjacent. Yeah. I don't have my own channel yet, but I also hang out on. Twitch.tv slash no banana suits. He's a great streamer. Check him out. Sometimes I'm on there too.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Raf, Raph. Raph, let's hear it.
1: What's up, dude? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it can be found on Twitter and Instagram and Letterboxd at Raphstit. Uh, it's all one word. R A F S T I um, T T. Check me out. All of probably for the next couple of weeks, mostly be tweeting about the New York Mets um, and not so much about movies, but we'll try to talk about movies too. Rock, who the, who the hell are you?
0: Dude, the hell I am. I'm Mike, dude. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Michael underscore Romeo underscore Roco underscore. That's R-U-O-C-C-O. Michael underscore Romeo underscore Rocco underscore. You can also find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at Michael underscore Roco. Once again, R-U-O-C-C-O. And you could find the whole conglomerate of Straight to DVD, both Raph, myself, and our wonderful guests like Welsh here at Straight to DVD Pod. That's the number two Straight to DVD Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you get your podcast. Another lovely episode. Raph, my co-host, thank you once again. Welsh, once again, thank you for joining us. It is a pleasure as always. Thank you. Get to the chopper. Gaw- Thank
2: great. you for tuning in!
0: Come on! I- Thank you for watching my film! Get to your podcast app! <laughs> <laughs> Download Spotify! Go!